at Boatwright. I'm Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Boatwright Library. Our author today is Amy Howard, Executive Director of the Bonner Center for Civic Engagement and Associated Faculty in American Studies. Dr. Howard is the author of a new book, More Than Shelter, Activism and Community in San Francisco Public Housing, published recently by the University of Minnesota Press. Her research and book looks closely at three public housing projects in San Francisco and brings to light the dramatic measures tenants have taken to create communities that matter to them. Amy, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. To start off our conversation, what inspired you to write on this particular topic? Well, Lucretia, I remember I was sitting in a graduate seminar and I learned from a faculty member that some of the first tenants in public housing projects were actually war workers and veterans because of the housing shortage during World War II. And I thought that was very interesting that America's finest and bravest lived in these places that had become so stigmatized as the projects. And that same day, I watched a news report about Cabrini Green in Chicago and all the negative aspects of public housing. And I really started to think about what does it look like for the people who actually live in public housing to be in such stigmatized places? And if, when, and how can they form any kind of community bonds or find any kind of self-efficacy in such spaces that most Americans have such a negative perception of? So I started doing research on the history of public housing, and I found that the West, in particular, hadn't really been studied. And so I honed in on San Francisco as a city that's seen as being a really progressive place, mm-hmm. and it's also very multiracial and multi-ethnic to see what public housing looked like there and how that federal program played out in a progressive city. And what I found were three very distinct communities that were multiracial and multi-ethnic and diverse, and the community functioned in a lot of different ways in public housing, and that many of the tenants in the second half of the 20th century were able to form vibrant communities, um, places of care and respect, even amidst some of the major problems that we hear reported on on the news all the time. And through these tenants, I really learned, and it really changed the nature of my research, um, about the kinds of activism and modes of engagement that these low-income people have brought to bear to make their public housing into homes and to make them safe, healthy places for themselves and for their neighbors. All right, well, thanks for sharing that. That's fascinating. Well, how did students contribute to the development of this book? Well, I've been really lucky. We have student coordinators who work at the Bonner Center for Civic Engagement as part of their work study. And over the years, because this was years in the making, uh, we've, I've had some wonderful students who've helped conduct some research for me. I also had the opportunity to present some of my research to my Urban Americas and Urban History classes through the SSIR program here at the University of Richmond and get critical feedback from the sophomores in that class about some of my research arguments and ideas. So University of Richmond students have been very helpful in honing, shaping, and sharpening my arguments, and I'm really grateful to them. Okay. Well, it sounds like a very collaborative project. Yes. yes. <laughs> and how can the University of Richmond community use this article to think about civic engagement? My hope is that people who read even parts of the book will start to expand definitions of civic engagement. I think there's been a a lot of assumptions and even some research that 
states that low-income people aren't civically engaged. And in, in that narrative, it's because low-income people don't vote in the same numbers that middle-class mm. folks do. But I think if we widen our definition of civic engagement to look at different forms of activism, from protest and letter writing and going to public meetings and making your voice heard, to thinking about how we care for our neighbors and share responsibilities collectively for our neighborhood and the people in it, that we get a much broader picture of civic engagement and can find multiple ways we can all be engaged in our community that matter beyond the ballot box. Okay, thank you. And how would you envision undergraduate students using the book for their study and research? I really hope that students who might come to this book in a class or outside of a class um, could use it first to understand the history of public housing policies in the United States. I do start off kind of looking at that through the lens of San Francisco, um, but also that they would start to think about public housing in a more complex and nuanced way to kind of get past the negative public perceptions to understand the lived experience of tenants. And ideally that that interest in public housing or affordable housing would help them think about what's happening in Richmond. We have mm -hmm. public housing all across the United States and the housing stock in Richmond is very old and a lot of it will be redeveloped in the next 20 years. So what can we learn from San Francisco, both its failures and recent successes to think about how we're gonna transform public communities here in Richmond for the good of all? I think that's very relevant. And our last question, how did library services support you in writing this book? I am so grateful to Boatwright Library Services. Um, doing a project based in San Francisco when you live in Richmond, Virginia is, is complicated, especially doing a history project. And the interlibrary loan staff and the interlibrary loan service was critical to making this book possible, as was the support of the research librarians here, including you, um, who helped me find uh, documents and think more critically about my research than I could have done on my own. So I'm very grateful to the wise staff and the resources that Boatwright has to provide people like me. Well, thank you, and thanks for using this. So thank you, Dr. Howard. Please note that More Than Shelter, Activism and Community in San Francisco Public Housing is available in Boatwright Library and the University Bookstore.